This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. I'm Roxy and I have an unapologetic approach to everything I do. Y yo soy Ruby, a traditional woman with a modern perspective on life. We're going to be talking about social media, hot topics, pop culture, relationships, politics, sports, and everything in between. Buckle up. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Prepare for takeoff. Three, two, one. Welcome, guys, to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Pues estábamos aquí, estamos aquí de regreso. The Vegas was off the hook. It was amazing. Oh, my gosh. Everybody needs un escape a Las Vegas de vez en cuando. Shout out to our boy that hooked us up with our room out there. Jose Manuel del MGM Properties. Thank you so much por todas las atenciones. No, Jose Manuel Figueroa. Okay? No, ese no, ese no. <laughs> <laughs> y feliz Día de la Independencia de México y todos nuestros países centroamericanos. Yes. Right? Oh my gosh, this is um, Hispanic Heritage Month, you know? Yes. So I don't think we need a specific month to really celebrate who we are, but oh man. And encanta. my birthday's coming up next week. Yes, comadre. yes, exactly. And we're going to celebrate, but I don't think we need a month to focus on how great the Latino culture is, porque en realidad, we just. We are the most passionate people that I've ever met. And maybe I say that because I am a Latina. And I always say, if I could die and be born all over again, I would want to be Latina okay. again. Wouldn't you, Ruby? Yes, yes. And born and raised in Mexico, in Guadalajara, aunque Trump me quiera sacar a patadas. Oye, hay que hablar um, de, de DACA. Yeah. Like, what what is going on? You know how Trump has canceled 800,000 young people are now without papers. Um, most of them serve in the military. And it's just a scary time for a lot of the dreamers you know what i mean Porque ellos, ¿qué culpa tienen? they know no home i mean this is their homes you know they moved here when they were they don't even remember what they're like, like what would i do if i go back to mexico or central america like i wouldn't even know how to function imagine and there's small business owners donald trump es un hijo de puta straight up like yes. there's no other way to describe him Porque, you know, so many people that are in politics are even saying, like, this is the most inhumane thing that any president of the United States has made. And I know if you voted for Trump, you probably disagree with me, but I don't care. Like, nosotros, los dreamers, and everybody that's being affected by this, por por nosotros es porque ese país corre. Yeah. Because we're willing to do all the nitty gritty work. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm talking about, like, small business owners who contribute to this country in such a major way you know what I mean so I guess seguir orando because I think it still has to go through Congress even though Trump already canceled it but it still has to go through Congress right I think so, but there's something that Obama did, right? That I think he didn't go through Congress or something like that. That it makes it. I don't. I don't. I'm not really informed, so I cannot really talk about it. Pero creo que Obama no fue through Congress or something like that. So it makes it okay to. I, I don't understand much yeah, about but it. Yeah, but that's. It's definitely something that's affecting our community. And finally, I was actually talking with the homo homie about this that I wasn't going to believe it until I finally saw pictures, and the pictures have finally surfaced. 
Ay, mi novio. Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes are officially, um, are finally confirming their romance after years of speculation. Mucha gente decía de que they were dating and a lot of people were like, well, they kind of like look like an odd couple. Not really, because Katie Holmes is pretty and Jamie Foxx is hot, right? Yeah, but they're odd. It's an odd couple. You, I don't think it is. I think so. I don't. I mean, listen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, sure. this is you guys being judgmental. The homo homie no, and Ruby. I'm not. Why are they, they odd? Because she looks really like innocent, goody two shoes. Well, you know homely. what Pitbull says. Pitbull says, la más finita son la más putita. Yeah, but, <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, but I just, I don't know. I mean, they were hiding it for five years. So but already. you know why they were hiding it, right? Yeah, because of the clause that, ha- like the Tom Cruise, right, in a divorce. Yeah, Tom Cruise actually, um, he prohibited, there was a clause in his divorce from Katie Holmes that she couldn't publicly date for five years. That is so crazy. I wonder why. I wonder like what the reasoning was behind that. Maybe just to kind of give his daughter like a normal life or something. Because he probably knew that if she came out openly to date somebody it would be all over the media and his daughter would be getting chased around. So I could understand a clause like that for the protection of his daughter. And he respected it too because I've heard that he's dating somebody for like officially. Tom Cruise is? Yeah. Who is he dating? Uh, We don't know. A man or a woman? <laughs> I'm just saying, you never know in Hollywood. I, mean, I don't know, but I heard he's dating someone officially. Yeah, who? for Did, many years. Any rumors of who it could be? I have no idea, but he does have a, a boo. Well, well, I cannot um, confirm the sex. <laughs> yeah, but you know that it wouldn't of surprise me. Boo? It wouldn't surprise me if Tom Cruise later on gets gets a photograph with whoever he's dating. Unless he wants to keep a, a woman? super, yeah, whoever yeah. he's dating, it wouldn't surprise me if he were to come out and of they course, were to overseas. That's what he does. Yeah, yeah. first Jamie Fox and uh, Katie Holmes, and now it's the Tom Cruise and whoever he's dating. That'd I be mean, dope. good for her. I think both of them are fine. Girl, you know she and is getting so different. That Jamie Fox, mm-hmm. he probably sings to her while he makes love to her. Like, mm, guess get who's her. jumping on couches now, huh? <laughs> 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 She's jumping on couches and climbing up walls. Oh, dang. Damn. <laughs> no, well, did you hear the latest? Um, there's a new sex toy that oh can God. now help lesbians make babies. That is crazy. Yeah, this new sex toy has hit the shelves and it can actually help you conceive a baby. So I'm not pulling your leg. This is actually. It's called a turkey baster. <laughs> You've heard of it before? No. No, no, no. So it's called the Seminit. It can be loaded so you and your lesbian lover can procreate while getting your swerve on. Okay? The Seminit. Like Seminit or Seminit? Seminit. Yeah, exactly. So how it works is pretty simple. This is how, oh my God, are you recording? Yes, you are. <laughs> this is how it works. You obtain the sperm. Whichever way you please, you know, just make sure it's legal and safe, right? So you get the sperm, you load it into the penis-like sex toy, and you get your freak on. But I mean, doesn't it have to be in a certain temperature? I don't know. Or you just have to do it right away. I'm not a fertility doctor. I would not know. <laughs> I read about this as well. Yeah, so the attached pump, it ejaculates like a real penis, only neither you nor your partner have to be around an actual penis. And they probably, lesbians probably don't want to be around penises because they're not attracted to a penis. Yeah, but they look like a penis though. It's like a dildo. 
Oh my gosh. Imagine. So what's the financial damage to get an aparatito like this? It's only $140. Okay. What? It comes in three colors. It comes in natural caramel and chocolate. <laughs> and it includes three replacement <laughs> tubes for the sperm. Okay. You can also purchase a refill kit for $45. And that brings an additional five tubes. Clogs or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So this gives you plenty of chances to make a baby the old fashioned way wow isn't that crazy imagine imagine ruby if you felt absolutely nothing if you if you saw a penis oh my god oh that no like to me to me just being a heterosexual woman when i see a penis it's like it's a beautiful thing especially find penis is beautiful i find them beautiful and and we gotta talk about this we're gonna even talk about this when you get a when you get a dick pic do you find it beautiful i don't really get dick pics i don't even welcome dick pics i think it's gross have you ever opened them on my snapchat yes yes. and then i block people right away why do you feel why do you are they beautiful some are. They are? Yeah, some are. No, 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 my darling. They're not. So beautiful to me. <laughs> Can't you see? No, no. Let's see. Okay, but this is a real serious topic. Circumcised penises are pretty. Are prettier, way I've prettier. I've never seen an uncircumcised one. I have. I've been with both men. Like, I've been with men that have it uncircumcised, and I've been with men How that have they it circumcised. Look like? They look like a little like antelope. A dead fish? A surprise in every pullback. Yeah, oh it, it looks like a little anteater that needs to, like, come out of its hole. It doesn't. A, a, a uncircumcised penis is not attractive. So, like, men. I had La a torta? I, I had a tia. La I had a torta. I have a tia that she. This was like. Like we were had drank a lot of wine and it came out and I was like oh my god I never knew this about you, but she had she married a man mm. and she was like I will not jump on a penis that is not circumcised like it's just let asco right yeah. and there's women that have, they have their preferences right yeah of course so her husband was like an adult man in his forties and he was not circumcised and she was like if we get married you must get circumcised and he did and he said it was the most fucking painful because yes. you know usually they circumcise kids when they're little kids yeah, yeah so yeah. if you're pregnant and you're about to have a child please circumcise your child's penis because he's it's going to save him a lot of heartache and it's cleaner some women don't even like to go down on men that are uncircumcised because it's gross have you yes <laughs> I have that has a little skin hasn't stopped me. What? <laughs> but I'm just saying it's a lot cleaner when there's no skin that you got to pull back. What do you mean cleaner? Is it dirt or what? No, it's not like dirty. I mean, it's something just, comes out of it. No, it's just cleaner when there's no skin. Pero que se siente como una torta? Se, se, se siente como, how can I describe? I don't know, Erika. You, Erika is the gay homo homie in the house. How does it feel when you got to pull back the skin on an uncircumcised penis? It's just, it's, it's just extra skin that shouldn't be there extra skin that's it but it's natural it's supposed to be there <laughs> i feel like an uncircumcised penis can smell a little bit more because of the if skin they don't clean it if they don't clean really it sweaty what do you mean smell so what do you mean smell like what it, it, it produces an odor sweaty because like, even if they don't really clean it really that well then um it will even produce like what we call famunda cheese It'll oh get, like, my god yeah, so you got to make sure that you clean that stuff every time you go to the bathroom. But you got to be a dirty man in order for it to get yeah, to that exactly. point. So let's say so. you go dancing and then you go home. It ain't going to happen because it smells? Mm, I'm no. not sure. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I haven't calculated it down to like after we after we dance. Yeah, you we... won't care when you're drunk and you're just going in it at the moment. So... <laughs>
Yeah, but I, but as a woman, when you know that has that you know if you have gone down I'm on very a man, sensitive like the lot, and and I'm sure this happens to men too. When you go down on your partner, or whoever you're having relationships yes. with, the last thing you want is an odor. Yeah, and if it's gonna be an odor, it better smell like fucking summer's eve. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> yeah. men? There's nothing wrong with using summer's eve. It's not I just vagina. <laughs> Um, spray you can men I love men that I know a lot of men that use women deodorant yeah and I'm like why don't you use um, speed stick and they're like because secret smells better <laughs> and I don't think there's anything gay about that I think men just want to smell delicious and there's nothing wrong with that great you know yes do you would you freak I used to have an ex-boyfriend of mine that had more feminine products than me no, and I, I actually, actually he, um, he helped me become more feminine. I was like, damn, I don't have that. I don't have that. I don't have that. It was pretty cool. He had a lot of Victoria's Secret in his. No, not Victoria's Secret. No, but he did. So I was wondering if it was because of him or because of the girls he would have over. Oh, the guy that you used to date <laughs> or a guy that you dated at one point. Oh, that's a good question. Is it you? I was like, mm. Yeah, I guess. That <laughs> makes me wonder. Pass them my way, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, ¿qué te parece? How about this one? Sleeping more during the weekend can bring you more benefits. I don't know if you knew this. I don't know, but I practice it. Do you do you, see, do you get a lot of rest during the weekends? <laughs> yes, I mean, whenever I can, I sleep. I sleep, I sleep. Okay, pues las recientes investigaciones están probando de que dormir más horas durante el fin de semana son bueno, es buenísimo para tu salud. Yeah, I think sleeping more, it helps. It helps your skin, right? It helps, um, what else? Yeah, well, sleeping during the weekend, you know, básicamente te, te ayuda a recuperar el sueño perdido durante la semana. Because I think during the week, estamos en chinga. We're like, we got to get this done. We got to go here. The kids, that, the meal prep. You're just like, go, 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 go. So for some people, I know a lot of people, when the weekend gets here, we feel like we got to be busy and active. And we got to go to the quinceañera. We got to go to a wedding. And we got to do this. What about doing absolutely nothing? Nothing, yeah. Because sometimes doing absolutely nothing is doing everything. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of times, instead of just being on the go, sleeping is like, yes, this is exactly what I needed. Or like a long bath. Oh, yes. Riquísimo, ¿verdad? Yes. Do you do that? I don't think you do. I think you know you're what? really hyper. <laughs> it's hard for me to slow down. And if you know me... It's always been a struggle of mine to like slow down and do nothing because I think like when I'm doing nothing, I feel very much like a loser. I feel very unproductive. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I You're like, fuck that. that. I, I could sleep. Yeah, I could sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so sleeping more during the weekend, you guys can bring you more benefits. You know, That's like, great. Um, aquí están diciendo de que te puede normalizar las hormonas, right? Oh, nice. Yes, creen que esa diferencia puede estar relacionada con que las personas que duermen más en sus días libres reciben mayor cantidad de hormonas que benefician el metabolismo. Uh -huh. It can help your metabolism. Oh my God, Ruby needs to sleep. She's over here yawning. <laughs> Seriously. Well, we're gonna we're gonna come back right now with uh, one of our boys. This guy, um, him and I, Ruby. Actually, we met through one of my friends who was a DJ that actually passed away from a heart condition. Oh. And so it was. Um, you know, I got to meet this amazing guy through him, and. Um, I'm so thankful for that, that we still get to have a friendship, even though he moved away to Oklahoma. What? But he's doing amazing things. He has an amazing story about how he really um, transformed his thug ways <laughs> into, you know, being a successful entrepreneur and now bodybuilder, model, actor. But, um, you know, I think a lot of times when you're down in the dumps and you're out there living the thug life and 
you really don't see that your life could really be because, you know, we're going to be talking to him like I guarantee you this dude never saw his life being where it is now. Now that it's here. So regresando, we're going to be talking to our boy Abe Cruz on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Hey, it's your girl Amber Rose, and you're listening to Two Bad Bitches, Roxy and Ruby on CBS's Play.it. Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Turn up. Yes, and we are back with our boy Abraham Cruz. Um, what's up? What's up? What's up, Abe? How are you? Good. Thanks for having me. I of love course. your muscles. Gracias. Yeah. Seriously. Can I touch him? Si, <laughs> como no. Touch him, Ruby. Ruby's all shy. It's okay. Está bien. They don't bite. I'm no. petting him like a dog. You know what's funny, Abe? Is like you have the body that you see, like people that have it in a magazine except your shit is like live and not 3D. photoshopped Shopped. or airbrushed like you are the real deal how do you how do you make them how do you maintain how do you that 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 is pure discipline right there it that's all it is and you know it's just straight discipline finding your priorities uh making the pro- making it the priority if you want something you go get it you do it how many hours do you put a lot. How many? <laughs> I put in um, I, I at least two to three hours a day. Yeah, nonstop. Um, like yeah. good ones. N- yeah. No, no mirror exercises. <laughs> no mirror exercises. No. 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 I'm in, I'm in there busting my butt, sweating from head to toe. Um, with that thing that I gave you, with oh that God, you. Am I yeah. gonna look like you? I mean, obviously, no, no, not, you're, you're not, not, you're not gonna look like me, but you will definitely be able to sculpt and mold whatever it is that you're looking for. That that body and that physique. You guys are both gorgeous. You guys, thank you, look great. But I remember when we first met. You were a little heavier. I know. And the breakup diet, it's doing me good. <laughs> I've been I've been following you obviously and I'm seeing all the 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 bathing suit photos and you at the beach and laying out and I'm seeing you putting in some work too. Trying to yeah. trying to put in some work. No, but you so you what age? How old were you when you started working out like this? Oh uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm an athlete. I went. I've been playing sports since I was 11 years old. It took me out of the hood. Sports is is my big blessing. That took me out of the projects of Pasadena, and um, and that just became my kind of lifestyle. Hold on, Pasadena there's has projects. projects. Yeah, there's projects in Pasadena. <laughs> there, there is. It took you know, me out of the projects of Beverly Hills. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, hold on. You guys don't know. Okay, so there's Washington Boulevard. Yes. North of Washington, when you head over towards John Muir area, it's pretty bad over there. Really? Villa Park, yeah, yeah. Jackie Robinson, all over there. It's just a lot. um, I mean, it's not Campton, right? Well, I mean, you hear Dr. Dre giving Pasadena shout outs. That's right. (laughs) He does. So there's some stuff that happens in there that, you know, maybe people don't know about, but there's stuff that happens. Yeah. yeah. So, Abe, you have a really interesting story. I love how your shirt says mind of a champion, uh, because mindset of a champion, Mm -hmm. because that's really what you've transformed yourself to be, right? Right, right. But, you know, um, you have the Abe Cruz uh, project book coming out, right? Yes, absolutely. Uh, we j- I just got off the phone with um, my one of my editors out in New York. We actually just got off the phone. He was reviewing it, checking it out, and his first resp- response was, 
uh, this guy, because we hadn't actually talked. My agent had passed it along and they got the ball rolling. So today was our first conversation. And um, we were talking and he was telling my agent, he says, this guy has a, a strong, great voice as a writer. And I, I, I didn't know what that meant at first voice. I was like, I'm not talking, I'm writing. So I, I didn't get the lingo at first, but yeah. he's saying that he can see visually what's what I'm actually explaining. Because, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm a college dropout. Uh, you know, I went, I didn't finish. I got into business. I'm an entrepreneur. So I don't have like set skills on how I'm supposed to write correctly. But it's actually coming along pretty good. And I know that there's like an excerpt in your book that says, um, I made a huge mistake in my life. And I, what was that huge mistake that you made in your life? Because um, when you go onto your website, you see that you actually were locked up for a minute, right? You were yeah. locked up for three and a half years in prison? For yeah. a minute? That's a long yeah. time. Why? Yeah. Yeah. What the hell? <laughs> What'd you do? I would never look at you right now and think that you're any type of bad boy or thug. But you know what? That's kind of attractive that you have that background. You know what I mean? Because I don't know. I'm like, if you ask me for my type, I'm like, I love a dude that has like a bad boy in him. She but at the same stuff. time, is smart. And right. I love tats. You don't have any tats. You're lucky. Uh, yes, he does. I, you do? when, I was, when I was like, no, I don't. Nothing. You don't have no tats? No. At all? No. What? <laughs> Hiding. I don't know what Ruby's seen that I haven't I seen. Know, I know. No, no, no. No, no so talk to us about this uh, this huge mistake you made yeah, that landed you in prison. I, um, you know, it happened in my early 20s. Um, just, you know, just hungry, trying to hustle, grinding. I was personal trainer i was a, a club promoter i was doing real estate just hustling all the time and pretty much um somebody you know kind of just came up to me and was like you know for everything that you're doing and all the hours that you're spending you know I'll, I'll help you make that same amount of money in you know 48 hours 24 hours so i actually i actually declined the offer at first i wasn't interested in hearing it i you know i, I thought he was i don't know he wanted me to kill someone i, I didn't want to hear it um i didn't need it at that point but so many different things just started happening in life and when i was listening to doctor he just it so much makes sense about why you do certain things your circumstances the choices that you make and for me i was just at a time where things were just kind of like hitting a low point just broke but girl broke up with me um need help with my mom I need to help my mom with rent I just got into a car accident just all of these things started hitting me stacking up yeah just stacking up and bills bigger 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 um so I kind of took this offer up and drove cross country um from LA out to uh to the east coast with some merchandise in your car with a lot of merchandise in my car yeah real merchandise how did you get popped how much were you gonna get paid for that um, I mean, it, it ranges every every trip. Uh, you know, but I mean, for that for, specific trip, any, anywhere from ten grand to thirty thousand. Quick money, <gasps> yeah. and that was three and a half years of your life. Um, well, that's yeah, that's kind of what ended up happening. But you know, as I get into the story, they actually offered me thirty years <gasps> on a violent crime because they said I had a key of cocaine in the car. And did you? I was set up. I wasn't supposed to have a key of cocaine in the car. Um, you know, I mean, if if you, I mean, I'm not here to educate people on the, the drug game, but why not? Well, I, I don't know how real. Obviously, you guys are talking real in here. So. Well, yes, well, we keep it 100. <laughs> Tell us. But you know, so I, I drove cross country with merchandise, all white, you know, powder, and you know, I was the driver. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you know, the driver guy. So deliver everything, and I'm supposed to come back with a lot of cash. 
And, um, you know, I came back, I'm driving through many, many states. And when I ended up in Oklahoma, you know, I just got pulled over. That I, I ended up finding out so many different things later down the line. I mean, the house that I had to drop off to got raided the night after I left. So obviously, somebody there gave me up. Just so many different things started happening. Yeah. You know, so, um, but I did it. They offered me a 30 year sentence. Uh, I'm talking about fleeing the country now. I'm, I'm talking about, you know, heading to China, Venezuela, Mexico on the way. I don't know. So, so many different things going on through my mind. And I had a little bit of money, obviously stacked up so I had to hire an attorney paid him all he wanted was more money more money more money um and um you know it's, it's a movie it's a straight movie i mean when i got busted uh and bailed out you know i had to call my brother tell him hey go get the stash need help blah blah blah. he flew out to oklahoma bailed me out as soon as i get out i'm on the phone with my mom she's screaming and yelling at me and the dea is busting into the house what were you thinking so yeah so then the dea is in the house dogs shotguns todo i mean everything it's just yeah it's a movie it's a movie so three and a half years how was it in prison um it was the best it was the best experience of my life being in prison yeah at the end of the day you know you have two options to make it the worst experience and the best experience that's true so i went in and obviously i was a little devastated at first and you saw my mug shots i did it doesn't even look anything like you you were puny what does that mean? That puny means like a bien flaquito, si bien flaquito, bien puny. No, now my mug like shots? medio flacucho. Oh my gosh, no. show Ruby your mugshot. She's not so even going to believe it's you. Were you married? When, are you married? Uh, now I am with another. Yes, I have a significant other. We have two kids. Okay. Um, I wasn't all, you know, at the beginning of this whole journey, no. So what happened? Okay, so when you're in there, nobody can visit you or what? Oh yeah, anyone could visit me, pero... Pero no no, visitas who, con who, who, con who's going to visit me now? Especially in Oklahoma, who, who's going to pay money to fly out here, out there and visit me? You know, and just like you hear about all the success stories, when you got money and you're balling and you're at the club popping bottles and and buying your girl Louis this and and Fendi that, they're all over you. As soon as it, it's done, I mean, I had you know, I had a couple girls. Uh, you know, all right, me say, sorry, can't talk with you anymore. Sorry, my mom doesn't want me associated with you. Sorry, I need to move on. You know, like just uh, typical stuff. Um, so obviously oh. I was a little hurt with all of that. And, um, you know, but. I, what I, was the first thing you do when you left prison? You had sex with somebody. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was not the first thing. The first thing that I was did. The, second one. the first thing I did was get on a bus and go to the gym. What? As if you didn't have enough time to go to the gym in there. Uh, so okay, so I mean, it's it's it's, it's like I said, the, the my I actually called my mom and I told her that like todo está bien. I'm hanging out at Boy Scout camp now. Like, cause when I went in there, uh, so after like I got a letter from my attorney at, at like month seven or eight. I was supposed to be in and out in a year. I was supposed to get a judicial reviewer because I was a first-time offender, you know, clean record. I should have been in and out in a year. Well, I got a letter saying that that got denied. You're not getting out in a year. So hang tight. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so now I was just like totally just, I cried, panicked, 
cry, did everything, right? Called my mom and, and, and I talked with her and she told me, mi hijo, todo va a estar bien. Pray to God. Orale a Jehová. ¿Cómo se dice? Yeah. Jehová. Yeah. So I can pronounce it. Pero she told me, get on your hands and knees and pray to God and ask for a second chance at life. Um, you need to show him that you're serious. You can't just pray and think that things are just going to, he's going to be there for yeah. you. You have to sacrifice. So... I fasted for 40 days. I went in and I fasted. I went from 180 pounds down to 150. Nice. Um, because I fasted. And that's wh- a good way to lose weight. Uh, you know, at the time, I just, I was just like, I, you what know. What were you eating? Nothing? Well, I mean, in prison, there's not much. Uh, you know, bologna sandwiches for lunch. Um, well, you, were, you were eating that? Well, I, at one point, I had to just to survive, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you first go in there and so it's funny because I make some some references in the book, you know, this one Christmas, the Christmas before I was at the Playboy Mansion, I dropped like seven grand that night. I remember right around Christmas time, had a, had a fun night. The next Christmas I was in Oklahoma County having top ramen noodle and imitation Oreo cookies. For Christmas, imitation. Yeah, yeah they weren't. They weren't even Oreos. They were like, you know, just, just wanna be a Oreos. generic, a generic brand that that they charge us like four dollars for. Or something. They charge you for that? Anymore? Yeah, yeah. You get, that's why you, you got to put money in your books. Yeah, yeah. And how do you pay for that? My mom, my mom kept me going. My mom, oh, they have to support you from the outside. Yeah, they put money in your books. You get, I mean, your, they your don't. Family, you don't have relatives. to. You don't. You don't have. So you to. could be poor or rich in prison. Yep. Yeah. You're lying. <laughs> no, 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 no. You you can. I mean. There's a there's a hustle. There's game in there. There's I mean there's stores, commissary, Is exchange. It, okay, you're very pretty. Did they ever try to like <laughs> you know? He's like, let's not talk about that shit. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm so like, I mean, you. This is this. Everybody asked that because that is the majority. Handsome, yeah. Well, no, that. Well, not because I'm handsome. Gracias. Thank De you. Nada. But that's what happens when you're in there. Yeah, you do get pimped out, and someone will want to call you on, and and and. So and you got to stand up for yourself. You, all of that, you got to stand up for yourself, or you just go in there. So, uh, but. I went in swole. I, I went in swole. Like I like was big. Buff. I was bigger than I was Apachurro. bigger then than I am now. Oh shit! Like bigger, like muscular wise, not as cut. You know. So and I spoke Spanish, so I was cool with with all the essays. Uh, <laughs> I grew up in Pasadena, so I was cool with all the brothers. Everybody thought I was white, so the whole white side was you like real cool white. with me. So it's kind of like I was this. I was the middle. I blended so in with everybody. If you were like really thin and look white, like right now, you were probably. Well, he would have got abused. Well, no, just kidding. I, I was the same guy, but but it, it, man, everything comes down to you, your confidence, how you talk to people, respect. And I, fortunately, I did not have anybody that really wanted to test me like that. So no. Were you I, scared? At some point, at, a, at the beginning, yeah, yeah, at the beginning. But after you adapt to it, you adapt, you develop the mindset of a champion, and you say, "I'm going to make this the best experience of my life." How do they pin people? It's walk up to you straight up. And they tell you, you're going to be my you. little bitch. Hold my hand. Let's go. Let's go. That's what they say? Yeah. And what are they, what? what? That, just like that. Even if they don't want to, they become They going to beat, they going to whoop you. They going to whoop you in the corner until you give in. But I think it's like, it's kind of like men with women. You know what women you can get away with playing and you know, but they dream. don't. They but, don't beat you. Yeah. No, they t- take you to the shower and whoop you. Mm-hmm. Get four or five guys and whoop. But you. I just, I'm just saying. I think like in prisons, being that it's its own culture of things, because it is Where's its own security? culture. Where's security? Where's security? There's one guy in for like every hundred guys. The, the the security just sits back and watches. 
Half of the time they're they're, they're in on a deal. On it. They're in on a deal. <laughs> yeah, man, I'll tell they, they're Ruby, making more. They're I making hope money. you never go to prison, bitch. You will be no. so lost in there. You'll be like, what? Oh, I saw. <laughs> Top Robin. What the fuck? No tienen chile. <laughs> no tienen sal y pimienta. <laughs> oh my god! I would totally no. No, it, it was it was That's it was wrong. bad. It was bad. I love you, Ruby. It was bad. I saw See, girls. I saw girls. That's when I what was happens in the when you've dated thugs. You kind of like start understanding this stuff, you know. <sighs> Obviously, like that's the thing. I really, I'm not a thug. I'm just like I've never dated a thug. I, I wouldn't call myself a. Maybe I'm just educate. I, I was educated, but I'm like, there's no limits to me. You know, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, you know, you definitely don't give me the vibe of a thug. No, but I mean, I, I'm just, but I'm down. I don't, I don't know what you call it. What you know? are you down for? <laughs> if it ma- if it makes sense, you know, there's not. You can't really explain what I'm talking about. It's just like. It's a it's a hustler's mentality. It's a, it's a champion's mentality. It, it's I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna win. Yeah. Whatever that means, whatever we're going for, if that means to just your life now, I'm gonna it means I have to save my life. Then I'm I'm a I'm a win. I'm gonna be fine. Yes. And listen, I want to talk when we come back. I want to talk about how you started your mission of inspiration and motivation with inmates, like yeah, yeah in, in prison. Yeah, in prison, and you kind of like started these self development classes yep. with a faith based message, uh, inspired by motivational speakers like Jim Rohn and John C. Maxwell. Like you started that in prison, and that's pretty dope so coming back we're talking about that on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby boom welcome to play it a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business sports tech entertainment and more play it at play.it hey this is Nelly Bernal and you're listening to Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby on CBS play.it Oh, yes. Esta conversación está súper interesante. Welcome, guys. Thank you guys for tuning in to us every Wednesday on Amber Rose Presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Can you tell we're super interested in your story, Abe? <laughs> well, like, thank you. Oh, my God. No, you know what's crazy is I've actually met, you know, people that have gone to prison and it, they've told me the same thing as you. It's been one of their most eye-opening experiences that has made them actually... Um, turn to compassion become compassionate people right because i think a lot of times sometimes when you get locked up and you get put into these situations you're so you're in there because you've been so like selfish about what yeah. you got to do for you right. and to come up right and then you get in there and you meet people that may have maybe lifers right, right you know that you start talking to them and you're like dang i only got three and a half years but these people are stuck mm-hmm. it's because the, also here in the states is different like in mexico they have like a bunch of uh, it's just different. O sea, ya llevan un chorro de prostitutas. You know, like it's just, yeah. What, what do you mean? To the prison? Yeah. Aquí también. Mujeres? Sí. Wait, hold on. What? Then why at would the, they? There, what? I mean, there, at the male prisons, there's you, prostitutas? You, you can get anything you want when you got power and money. Yeah, that's what they do in Mexico. It, I didn't know they I, do it here. Okay, it's not, that's not like in Mexico. Yeah. That, I mean, that's just like so straight up. Just yeah, like, you know, yeah. here, here's yeah. the door, come right like in. Like a bullet. It's yeah, all good, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. Está bien. You got one hour and you'll be all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. no, I mean, everything is, is strategically set up right time when people are are gone and this and that and there's certain guards in charge that. and so I mean, el chapo is getting her, his prostitutas oh, no, el yeah, chapo right. of course yeah He's right he's getting whatever he wanted yeah el chapo is he still in new york 
Where is he's he at? Here, right? He's still yeah, here he's in the U.S., but he's in New York, right? Yeah. yeah. Now, I, you know, I don't... Like, in Mexico, he, he, they get, like, their suite and, like, their horse every week. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? It's so just, why even be locked up if you're going to get everything... They get whatever they want. Like, it's different, like, over there. Like, that's why I'm fascinated by, by the world here in prison, because over there... Since I grew up there, I understand that like drug dealers and stuff, like they have their own ways and they have their power and they get whatever they want in prison. They're just locked up. Yeah. But here, it's just like it's different because I guess I thought that you couldn't get away with that. It, it it's it's like I said, it's not so out there in your face and disrespectful to the law enforcement. It, yeah. It, that I mean that right there, the power. I mean, have you guys been watching Narcos? Yes. Yeah, exactly. I, I, I love narcos. That's love what it, it love is. It. That's yeah. what it is. And, and I mean, that's that's the power of major dollars. Yeah. Major political influence and really pulling strings. You know, you talk about lower levels. I mean, you can pay someone off five hundred bucks here, seven hundred bucks here, blah blah. You just little things like that. You know, you're able to make some things happen. So so let's talk about when you were locked up. How you actually started your mission. One of your yeah. missions was of inspiration and motivation with <laughs> among your inmates. In, in when I was locked up. Start doing, or did you start? I mean, you have nothing else to do but to read, right? I guess for the most part, we didn't have weights. That we did. The state of Oklahoma banned all weights because of, of riots and people getting killed and beat up with this. So they banned all weights. So um, after I went through my depression, I I fasted. I lost all that weight, but while I was fasting, I literally went into like this spiritual awakening. Like this is for real. In prison. In prison. In prison. And. Uh, as soon as I was done fasting and going, I, I literally, it's like I dreamt every day and stacked up visions in my mind every single day. And when I got awoke from this, this uh, uh, you know, fasting, I started writing everything down. And I started saying, all right, when I get out, I'm going to start a clothing line to inspire people. I'm going to become a fitness celebrity. I'm going to become an actor. I'm going to speak to the world on, on um, you know, influence and, and overcoming obstacles. And I, I started to manifest what we're doing today. Wow. And so I wrote this all down and I still have paperwork like this from prison. I still have it. Of everything you everything wrote. Everything that I wrote. Everything. Everything. What are you what what do you have access to when you're in prison? A lot of notebooks and pens or I was writing on commissary sheets and uh sheets where they send you to um the doctor. I forgot what you know, nurse calls or whatever. You're lying. No, no, I I did all that and um you get paper. I mean I think I had some pads. You you can get some papers. Uh, I wasn't allowed to have pens where I was at. We had to write in pencil. Um, but people sneak in pens all the time because they do tattoos and all that stuff. So I didn't ha I didn't have access to anything. So it, does it surprise you that you've manifested a lot of what you've written? Or, <laughs> or did you kind of know like this was the way it was going to be? You know, when I actually got out and so remember, I had a whole stack of paperwork. OK, so when I got out, I had to get a job at a gym and because, you know, I'm on the ankle monitor. Right. I, ten people told me, no, they're not going to hire me. You're a convicted felon with the ankle monitor. So we're not hiring you. Finally, uh, my probation officer says you have 48 hours to get a job or I'm sending you back to prison. <laughs> So I obviously was in panic mode, but that next day I got on my hands and knees. I prayed and I got two jobs in the next day. God sent me two jobs, two jobs. Would and you say that's the key to everything is getting on your knees? 
It worked for me. Yeah. Sometimes you need to get on your knees. You need to humble yourself. Yeah. You you know, and you you pointed it out, but like, I look at the simplicities of life. Being able to eat food when you want, take a shower when you want, go piss when you want. If it's locked up, poo poo when you want. Yeah. All of these things. In the privacy of a like a closed door. Because I don't don't think you have that in prison. No, no. It's open. You you just got to do it there. There's no Febreze. Oh, no. Is there even toilet paper? No, there's toilet paper, but oh, half okay. of the time you're running out. <laughs> half of the time you're running out and you got to wait oh for, for the guard God. for when he decides he wants to give it to you. Well, that's the punishment in a way. You yeah. know, like you yeah. lose all your freedom. Yeah. So w- when I went through all of this, this, this journey, I started seeing everything. Um, I, I just decided, all right, let's get back in shape because I stopped working out probably the first, like maybe for about two, three months while I went through this fasting because I was kind of, I was already weak. I lost all this weight. But as soon as I got back up, I started training. I took plunger sticks where you like, you know, plungers yes. and, and broomsticks for the sweeping because that's what we had to clean the whole pod. I took all of that apart and I used my uh, my DOC shirt, Department of Correction shirt. They gave me trash bags I had to like bribe and steal and, and hustle for. And I filled them up with water and I started creating a workout system. What? And, yeah, and before before you knew it, I had bags that ranged from five pounds up to a hundred pounds. Of water? Of water. Yeah. And then I took the broom the That's plunger sticks. Man. I took the plunger sticks, put them as handles, and I was doing curls. I was I was I mean, I had a full gym as- assembled and before you knew it, people wow. started following. They was like, Oh, I want to work out with you, Abe. Um, so I was like, Okay, cool. And before you knew it, it was like we had they had literally workout crews <laughs> where they're like, All Did right, you Abe. Charge? T- it turned into a little business. Of yes. course. Yeah, it turned into a business. So you can get your little fake Oreos. And more food. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that time, it was like, okay, I need to eat right. So I was trying, we had tuna packs. That was like the, the best thing you could have on, on the, it was probably the most expensive thing. Tuna packs? Tuna packs. The shit yeah. we take for granted. Yeah, exactly. I so I started doing that. And before you knew it, it's like people wanted to work out in the group. Well, they had to pay. You know, and but then it, be, it formed like a brotherhood because after we train, everybody. Did you miss it when you left? <laughs> it's just a little bit. Heck no, of course ah! not. <laughs> He's like, give me some real weight. I mean, yeah. Well, see, I ended up after I did like three years there. I ended up going to a work center, and at the work center, that's where I finally got weights. And I and everything was totally different now. Like I got a job at a hospital. I was working in the kitchen. I was cutting up meat and cutting up lettuce for the elderly. Um, so it was just like it was incredible. Like just a journey in the in the transitions. But yeah, I started like mentoring after we work out. Everybody was shower. We would make food spreads where you take like top ramen noodles and powdered beef and y todo que, que puedes. Just anything you guys have, tíralo. Let's go. Boom. Oh it's it's in the spread. Gosh. We take that in a trash bag, put hot water in it, and then just like put our hot, put our shirt around it and let it sit there. <laughs> Everybody, you know, cut, huddle up for uh, warmth and we eat. And then after we eat, we'd read books, whether it's a fitness magazine, whether it was um Jim Rohn, because I had a couple books sent to me. Yeah. Um, Jim Rohn, um, I got into the Bible. I never, you know, honestly, um, I never got into the Bible. Uh, I don't know if it's just too complicated. Yeah, Yeah. just maybe it's It's too much for me. But, you know, I, 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 but, I get the message and that's what I lived out. Like I got the message. I understood it. It's about helping people, becoming a better person, helping people become better people. And that was just the whole philosophy. So, 
we did that and that just kind of like stuck with me so literally we had something to look forward to every single day you know the rest of the people were popping thorazine pills and sleeping 20 hours a day Mm. and and just like depressed i think that's the way they just turn their mind off from thinking of the reality of like i miss my children mm -hmm. i miss my wife oh hold on because you imagine let me get into that now so as as time moved on and i started writing things out i started to develop my clothing company that I met, that I saw in my mind. See, there was a time where on TV we had one TV for eighty people, and we were watching "I Want to Work for Diddy." Oh yes, and I remember that show. I, I mean, I'm sitting, literally sitting there watching "I Want to Work for Diddy," and now manifesting. All right, I'm gonna start a clothing line. Okay, this is business 101. And I literally just sat there and just felt his energy and his passion, and I feel like it just transferred so into passionate. me. I'm gonna win. That's that's what he's saying. What he he told his guys on the show at that time. I need you to walk down the street six seven miles to go get me a piece of cheesecake. It, it wasn't about the cheesecake. It was about the mindset. Yeah. Of what are you willing to do to show me that you you're a winner? Yep. You know. So I, I just when that happened, I started drawing out Forever Faith, the clothing line, the message, and the reason I started I called it Forever Faith is because I was sitting there playing spades with everybody, and these guys were getting ready to get out in a few months. And half of them were telling me they were scared to get out. They didn't want to get out. Why? They didn't want to see their kids. They didn't want to see their wife. It's a different world. It, it's a different world. And yeah. you would think the you opposite, got respo- right? You got responsibilities. How are you yeah. going to pay bills? So How are you going to do, do these things? What do you tell uh, to all those, um, obviously, people that have to make this change in their lives? Is it possible? What does it take to it's, make that it's change? It's absolutely possible. You just have to truly want to make that change. Um, you know, I was listening to E.T., Eric Thomas, mm-hmm. the hip-hop preacher. Yes. And he was doing I an love inter- him. He was doing an interview, and somebody asked him about, uh, uh, this girl says, oh, I'm a procrastinator, and what advice would you give me, and this and that. And he said, procrastinator, there's no such thing as procrastination. It's, it's just not a priority for you. I agree. It's that simple. It's kind of like, listen, it's kind of like when somebody says like, oh, um, you know, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. Like when you want to make time for somebody, you're not going to say I'm busy. Yeah. You if, know? You're not, so, if you get tw- if you get five phone calls from me and you don't, you, and you like you just keep avoiding it, you just don't want to talk to me. Straight up. You're not busy. Exactly. You don't want to talk to me. Exactly. It's that easy. You turn on the light switch on and off. Turn it on on and off go to work do it let's go yeah so people they're in their mind so to answer your question is they're in their mind they're thinking oh it's gonna be hard oh no one's gonna give me a chance hell yeah it's gonna be hard it's gonna be a battle but when you overcome things and you start sh- start seeing a little bit of light, you're going to feel incredible. Yeah. And that passion and that like energy is just going to come through and you're like, oh, let's go. What's next? Yeah. You what know? helped you? Your faith, huh? <sighs> My faith. My faith. Mm-hmm. The, the name of the brand was Forever Faith. I claimed it right there in prison. Forever Faith. And that means to forever have faith. Always believe. Once you don't believe, then it's done. Yeah, and I think, well, you know, faith, I, for me at least, is like really believing in what's not there. That's and, it. and understanding that like right. it, God will deliver one day or mm-hmm. eventually. You know? yeah. But I think when it's time. human beings, sometimes we have to see shit to be like, you know, but it, like f- blind faith right. is really like trusting that the master plan is is 
is being controlled. It's being handled. Right. You know, and that you're already where you, you're already where you visualize yourself being, but you're not there yet. You know, so that's like where a lot of people get mind fucked when it comes to like religion and right. spirituality. They're just like, well, you know. You know why? Well, why is my daughter sick? Like, and it's it's just like those little tests and trials mm-hmm. that life is giving you to say, like, okay, if you are a person of faith, let let me see, let me see how you withstand this pressure. Right. Let me see how you withstand right. when I strip everything mm-hmm. away from you. Right. Do you still stand or do you fucking just give up? Fault, you know what yep. I mean? So yeah. it's like those experiences in life. I think when you go through them, you question them a lot, but then it's kind of like later on you realize the purpose of them. And I know a lot of the shit we say sometimes sounds so cliche, but... It's just simple. It's simple. It's 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 going back to basics mm -hmm, a lot of times, you know? mm -hmm. It is. It is. Are are you willing to get up at four or five in the morning to go to the gym if that's all you can get in your schedule, if you want it? What if I wake up at three to go to work? Okay. Well, so we want to talk about your schedule? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, there's some time. I mean, if you're hurt and you're injured, that's totally different, you know. But then maybe you're uh, the complete opposite. Maybe you're somebody who's going to do the the workout at At the end of the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And speaking of that, like, since since you are, you know, like a... I mean, I would consider you a bodybuilder, right? In a way, actually, yes, actually, no, I'm not. Because okay, okay, I'm really, fitness, I would fitness, be. I'm uh, a fitness expert? model, fitness personality. Call me a fitness personality. Okay, fitness personality. Why not a bodybuilder? Because technically, I'm not a bodybuilder. Yeah, no, a bodybuilder like, is like yeah. 225, 230, Looks like 250. Man, huh? Oh yeah, yeah, I don't like yeah. bodybuilders. That's like that's big. way on I mean, that I level. I respect them, but they're so big. That's their life, and that's what they're like. That's what they're focused on. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I can't knock them. Yeah. So is it good to work out at night? I mean, if that works out with your schedule, does it? Is that bad? That's for fine. You? Uh, no, there's no, there's no right or wrong. I mean, they say statistically you're gonna uh, wake up fresh in the morning, burn more calories, have more energy to do things at the beginning of the day. But every, it just everyone. What is, if it makes me sleepy? What working, working out, out in the morning? In the morning. Makes you sleepy. Well, That's you're, interesting. You're, I don't think it makes you sleepy. You're still worn out and tired. From, <laughs> He's like, from no, the, you're still asleep. You're, Mama, still, you're asleep. still asleep. It's not that you're sleepy. You're actually working out in your you're sleep. sleep. Yeah, you, you're, you put your PJs on and you're still there, kind of. You know, you haven't left your house. Is that when you get your workouts in, Abe? Do you work out in the morning or I, at night? Yes, I try to go super early. I go five, six. That's when I, especially when you're traveling or you got families and stuff like that. Because yeah, I, I work out early. Wow. Okay. So, where can people find the 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 book? Well, the book right now. Well, first, mindset of a champion. That's the name of the book. Okay, mindset of a champion. And um, go to abecruz.com. Go to at the real Abe Cruz. Um, as far as the book being released, we're not rushing it. There's been some other exciting meetings that we've uh, had already. Like and what? Just discussion. I call it development phases, what we'll call it, right? But What's um, your Instagram? Th- uh, the real Abe Cruz. Okay. The real Abe Cruz. Um, but there's our, you know, there's dis- there's some discussion about, you know, whether it's a film or a uh, series, um, you know, and and mm. this is all stuff like like I've done acting. I've I've done some stuff in the past, um, little stuff, nothing that makes me a major actor, but it was all part of the journey and the plan. And Do you enjoy it? I love it. You love acting. I love turning into someone else. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just like yeah, it just it's like. You, 
<laughs> action. Let's go. Whatever it is, you know? Yeah. So you need that, you know, so I'm crazy, I guess. You yeah, why say. did you go? I mean, when I met you here in L.A., you were, you were living in L.A. Why yeah. did you go back to Oklahoma? Why would you do that? <sighs> what the hell is in Oklahoma besides the prison I that you know. were locked so up? So I, I don't know. Like when you, so when you, um, when we when we met up, you came over to my office. I was at that facility. I think I was in, I was in my 750 Li. I think I was in. I yeah, was, you had a nice ass I was, Mercedes. I, I was like, "Darn, no, was I was single." No, he ain't. I was. Uh, was I in a Mercedes or a BMW? I don't know what you were in, but it well, was nice. I had, I, I had both actually at one point. So, um, uh, just everything started to kind of crumble down. Honestly, I mean, just things were not. Um, at its high point. I mean, I was up at a high point and things slowly started to create problems. I had people trying to steal my brand. Um, There's a lot of good. I had people that offered me money for the brand. So, like, there was a lot of good from it, but um, we didn't want to sell it. We didn't want to partner with, with some specific people. Um, some people created some major problems and I got into some legal some legal so you're stuff. like I'm out. I'm going to Oklahoma. Uh, yeah, after a while, we just kind of like uh, one thing after another started happening, and um, yeah, and I said I I pretty much said I've developed a good contact list that I don't even need to be here. I'm paying so much rent from the office to my personal expenses. I mean, if you're Come not on, clearing, your girl's there, huh? Como your boo's there? My boo was here at the time. Y ahora está allá. Sí. Sale más barato, no te hagas. Oh, yeah. No, way, but I'm sure the cost better. of living in Oklahoma is way cheaper. Yeah, I mean, the, a house that it costs you, you know, five million here, six million, like in a decent area, because even in Pasadena, you can get a piece of crap for $2 million. Uh-huh. But decent, decent property um, for a few hundred grand, I mean, I'm talking two, three hundred. Two, less than that, you can get 2,600 square feet, 3,000, just three bedroom, like two story, just everything, like gorgeous. Wow. So, pues si la mitad de nada. Oh, yeah, 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 absolutely. So, you know, I have a family. I, we have a five year old. <gasps> oh, you are a daddy. I'm a father. Absolutely. Yeah. How long yeah. have you been out of prison? I've now been out for uh, seven years. Okay. So, two yeah. years later. Yeah. You became a daddy. Yeah. How many more do you want? How many more do I want? Ihole. I'm now I'm now coaching him on flag football. That's tough. <laughs> um, You're probably like the sexiest coach out there. All the ladies are great. like, Coach Abe. We we would I would like a little girl. You know, we want a little girl. We have a little boy. Well, you don't get to choose. I know, that, and that's the, that's the that's the issue. It's it's tough. I mean, it's not. It's hard just to juggle everything and then spend yeah. enough time with them. Even like even when you do get home, you're on the phone and you're emailing and your phone calls and you're like, yeah. hi, daddy. You know, let's play tag. You're it. You know, yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah, like, yeah. you know, it, it becomes difficult. And I get sensitive to that because I talk in my book. My father left me when I was. Three, four years old. So, if you have look, you ever seen him again? No, no, no communication. Do you think that affected you? Of course. Uh, you say, of course. I say for the better. Yeah. I mean, like you know, it made me strong. I mean, it made I was you more present with your kid. You think? Absolutely, because you're like I will not repeat that same. Exactly, pattern. exactly. Um, one of my chapters in my book is called "Not Good Enough to Stay." Wow. And. You know, I get into because my girl, she, I mean, my oldest son is not my biological. He, he, she had, it was her son. So I, I took think him. God in. bless men that really love women and that already have children because it, that takes 
That takes a lot. Just like yeah. women. Women that love men that already have children. Right. It's, it's. I don't know. I just feel like it says a lot of, about that person. You're very unselfish, right. you know? I mean, from the guy that was before prison to in prison and the transformation and the journey and the mindset and the, the getting on your hands and knees and really humbling yourself to getting out and just like being grateful to, to drive to have a job. I mean, I didn't have a job. I was taking a bus for three hours to work, you know, at one point. So uh, when I met her... I had an ankle monitor on. We couldn't even go out on a date. <laughs> like, I couldn't even go out. Hey, on a there's d- women that find that attractive. Like, damn. He's on house arrest. Well, I had. I'm going to take that. I had. I, yeah. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> Is that a turn off? No, no. I no. mean, I've, I've never dated them. You, you can't judge a, a book by its cover, guys. You can't. I mean, I, I was mean, in, I was locked up. So another thing I did in prison, I actually wrote a comic book and started to move and did a movie script as well. Another oh movie. Oh my gosh. But there was a guy in there. I was going to, the point is I met a guy. He was good enough to draw for Marvel or Disney, like anybody. He could be working in Hollywood right now on some big time stuff. His artwork was incredible. He drew out the whole comic book. I, I told him what to draw. I gave him the, the vision. We, what was he in there for? Stealing diapers or something for his kid. Oh. Yeah, oh like he just just shoplifting, shoplifting. How long was he there? Uh, he was only there for like nine, ten months. Too bad Instagram didn't didn't exist back then. Now no. artists nowadays could just do self portraits, oil paintings, and right. make some money off of it. Yeah. But man, Abe, I feel like we can talk to talk to you <laughs> forever. You have so much good content that comes out of your mouth. Appreciate and it. And you have an amazing story. And I hope that you really continue to inspire our generation of because you're Mexican and Cuban. You know, our Mexicano generation Cubano. of Latinos. Yeah, but you were born Está bien here. Bien güerito. Bien güerito. No parece latino para nada, but you have a great Pero energy. Si soy. Si eres. Si eres. Si my Spanish yes. not perfect. Si. No, si, si soy. Like, you said it oh, the right okay. way. Oh, okay, okay, yeah, okay, I, okay. Yeah. So, um, but where can people find you on Instagram? <laughs> on Instagram at the real AJ Cruz at the real. If you're you, if you used to follow me on um, Mr. AJ Cruz, that got hacked. So go to the new one, the real Abe Cruz. The real Abe Cruz. Make sure you follow him. Yes, sir. We're gonna yes, tag ma'am. him as well on the. At Risque Roxy Ruby Instagram. Make sure you follow us too. But it's been a pleasure having you. Thank you for um, sharing your story with us. And Thank just you guys. Being so real, open, and honest. Like, Thank you. I'm sure a lot of people listening to this right now are just saying like, "There's hope for my son." Absolutely. I get I get you know messages every day from mothers and daughters and and people saying, "My uncle, my brother, they're locked up. You know, please help. Write to them. What can you tell me? You know." Yeah. So that's the point of the book. I'm not gonna lie. I've written to a couple of um, men in prison nice. that. That, that I don't know how the hell they even find my email, but I don't. I'm not pen they pals. Feel, they feel so good. You you just yeah, you help them. I'm not a pen pal, but I'll send yeah. them like a like my my pictures that I sign when I do live appearances, and they, awesome. they're like, "Man, you like made my day." Mm-hmm. I'm like the coolest guy in my cell because I have like a picture of a hot girl, and right. I'm like, "I'll send you if you." It, it really makes their day. Oh, it does. And then I get prisoners that like will draw pictures of me, and I like those. I like receiving I saw, those. I saw. I'm like, yeah. Thank you. Thank you for drawing me. <laughs> bueno, pues, ahí te regresamos. Amber Rose presents Risque with Roxy and Ruby. Abe, it was a pleasure having you, brother. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. You're and both beautiful. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you very much. It takes one to know one.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.